This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, is it important to have a black section and what the fuck does that mean? Then we remember Aretha Franklin and get into some diasporatical foolishness, misunderstandings, voter suppression, and ghosting. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. I'm upset. That's my Drake impersonation. <laughs> like, what is also that? Also, my mood. What is that? I was doing Drake. I didn't know he does that. Oh yeah, that's the whole song. That's the hook. I'm upset. Uh, I don't listen to Drake. What? Know. You're kind of missing out a little tiny bit. I don't really care for him. Mm-hmm. Is it because he's a troll and a culture vulture? Or <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white, white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ew. You know what we do too? What? Jay. <laughs> like, oh, I do do that. We both I do, do it. That. That's good. Thank you. Because I don't want to just be like Jay. Yeah, no, we you both know? be like Jay. I might have to start saying Jay with a dot on the end. Because my dot is they don't res- they don't res- no, they, they don't respect, respect it out in the world. Yeah, my they name really is don't. Jay with a dot uh, in homage to my full name, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you besides I'm mad? I'm upset. <laughs> um but it's okay. I feel like though, mm-hmm. being an upset ass bitch with no couth, I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, you are. You know? You are. You know? Usually good. you explode and shit. Right. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think I'm doing okay. Yeah, that is good. Good. That is good. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast. Podcast. You can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Use that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Insta stories, all the places that accepts a hashtag. Use you know what? Even tag it on a building. We're not Tag T with QJ on a building. Yeah, yes, okay please with that. do that. Don't get arrested because that's not going to be on us. Don't get okay? arrested. But yes, yeah, so use that hashtag when talking about our podcast. Mm-hmm. Also use the hashtag pod in and that is just to let other people know what podcast you're listening to. That's so right. There more are, people can find us and listen to us. Absolutely. There are people who follow that pod in hashtag to find out what podcasts of color are out there. Pop in. Yes. We're recording at the Indie Creative Network Studios. You could come here and record some shit. Check them out on their website, icn.d. Jay. Okay, so we're going to jump right into libations, but first I'm going to explain to our listeners what libations are. Tell us what they so are. libations are where we pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black ass joy. Yep. Okay, so this is where, you know, we show all the love. This is the love portion of the show. Love. Jay, do you have any libations? I do. Actually, Jay, spelled J-A-Y, not to be confused with, with Jay, Jay, the jazzy dot. ragamuffin with the dot on the end. Um, Jay from the Extraordinary Negroes actually shouted us out during his appearance on the Stacks podcast. Okay. He's actually on two episodes. So one episode, they do an interview with the guests. And then the next episode, the following week, I, I forget the woman's name, but the host of the Stacks podcast and the guest review a book. So he did one episode where they review viewed Ta-Nehisi Coates um, Between the World and Me mm-hmm. and talked about that which I thought was really good and interesting on the week before they did an interview which they talked about like Jay and his life I listened to the Extraordinary Negroes podcast and yeah. I feel like I know uh, about Jay but it was really like 
introspective and interesting and like he was in the military which i knew but just some of the things that they talked about were really interesting mm-hmm. um and then when she asked him about his favorite podcast he shouted us out yo Ew. as one of those uh awesome podcasts to listen to so mm-hmm. thank you thanks Jay. for the love family we appreciate you yeah you have any libations yes yeah, so my libations is for the bad bitch brigade brunch that we Ooh. had yesterday and that's generally that's a brunch that we have a podcast of friends in new york city mm-hmm. um we were with the lovely women of bag ladies yep. um we were with the people of in a whole uprising yep. queer walk the podcast mm-hmm. and then it was us and then you know we that's just right. brunched and, and caught Donna up was there in spirit yes and we just um brunched and caught up yeah. and talked about podcast stuff mm-hmm. um yeah it was fun it was fun it was good it was important i really look forward to like the time that we spend with them honestly because it's a group of us who feel i hope i mean i know that i do feel safe together yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like we can comfortably talk shit. We can comfortably talk about like our work within podcasting yeah. and feel safe and not feel like we're there to like use one another yep. in any type of way. So I think it's that's an important thing that we do to just kind of stay connected because while we do like podcast events, it's nice to be able to just sit down with a few people and talk and bond Word. and laugh and shit like that. Word. So I really value that time. So thanks to everybody for coming out to that. And thank you, Lena and Stephanie, for organizing this, this season's Bad Bitch Brigade brunch, yo. Yeah. Mad, it was a good time, fun. yo. It was a good mad time. Fun. I was already drunk when I got there. Yes, yes, you were. I was I was I was out there, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you held it together though. You I did. I was like, together. let me just sit here and not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were actually in a space also with a lot of white people, and we were okay, which is good. Sometimes um, I feel like it was more black people than white people. It was a good mix. We were like in the middle, so like one half of the restaurant, it was like a bunch of black folks, and then the other half, we dead ass was segregated. Yes, so the other half it. was violently white, and yeah. then we were in the middle. Yeah, and I mean, so it did help that there was like I guess that balance yeah. of like other black folks being there as well. Um, but no, white folks were there, whiting yelling and and doing what they do uh without any uh, yeah i'm not a fan of white concern noise. for their surroundings at all so that was annoying Yo, but i got out safe i don't always do as soon as the guy asked for my id at the front i was like okay i know who's inside um yeah i was like mm. but there was this one guy who decided that he was tupac towards the end of the brunch he wasn't with us he was with mm-hmm. another group mm-hmm. and somehow he changed a into a yes somehow he changed into a leather vest I was with no shirt on. I supported. It was posing for everyone. I liked. He's on in a whole uprisings um, Insta story. If you, well, it's not gonna be it anymore. But it was funny. It was. It was. It was. uh, It was interesting. It was very interesting. Money was like he did a wardrobe change. (laughs) She of all people knows about a wardrobe change. (laughs) Okay, money be changing wardrobes at at one single event. She will change an outfit. Yes, she will. She will. So yeah, so libations to them and Definitely. just the community that we have with them. Yeah. And now we make sure we keep nurturing. Absolutely. Really and it dope. takes that takes work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I think about like partnerships and like different people who have reached out to me to like do stuff, I'm more receptive to that when it's about building like relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, let's work together because I've built a relationship with you. Yeah. Not, hey, you want to do this thing for me right quick one time? 
but who are you though yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i definitely appreciate like the nurturing of that and it's also a reminder that like relationship building like takes work yeah you know what i'm saying because we're all we have a great time together but that also comes from like getting to know one another arguing politely and kindly and lovingly with one another and you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like coming to understandings and like there's work involved when you are willing to put that work in, you get a lot back. Yeah. You know? You, are, so, you definitely do. I that like is that true. Libation. I forgot we've had some fights. But it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah, I guess I would call it a fight. But it's good, though. Yeah, I know. It's I, good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always down for a good fight as long as we, we come out on top in the end. I think it is always good for a good fight. That as well. I'll be like, I don't want to fight. That is. I'll be like, listen, <laughs> it's either now or never. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell us about donations and how folks can support this podcast yes, and help so. us do what we do. We are a podcast. We are a podcast. And we like to get donations. We like to get donations because we need donations yes. to pay for studio time, mm-hmm. to pay for our website shit, to pay for travel and shit. To pay to fucking host the podcast. Like yeah. there's fees for yeah. everything. There's fees like for literal everything. the RSS feed has mm-hmm. to be paid for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that shit. Yep. So what we do is we ask our listeners to help us sustain this by giving us donations. And there are two ways for you to do that. If you go two. to our, if you go to our website, tvwithqueenandj.com, scroll down on the homepage, and that's where we give you the two options. Two. And we have our PayPal, and that is where you could click and put a one-time donation or come back as many times if you want or need to give mm-hmm. us money. Because maybe, you know, this is a part of your need. To give yeah. black women money, you know, whatever could be. Mm-hmm. And then our other option is our Patreon option, and that is one where we ask for a little more commitment. It is like a subscription service, and we're only asked for two dollars a month. But two dollars. You, you can do more or less. That is up to you. We like to give you the options, but two dollars a month. $24 a year is what we're asking to help us sustain TV with Queen and Jay. And if all our listeners, it's a lot Everybody. of y'all that listen mm-hmm. and a lot of y'all that is not patrons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which, which we like we always say, like it's a lot of different ways to support the podcast. You can support us by giving, giving us your guacamole, which we appreciate. Or you can support us by sharing the podcast, telling a friend about it or whatever. We don't expect all of you to donate. But yeah, please, please participate with us, engage yeah. with us in some yeah. way. So share it, leave yes, a review. Like yes. these are all ways we have. An, we feel that like we have enough people that listen. Mm-hmm. That is, everyone did one of those three right, things. Right, we'd be taken care of. We'll be like yes, pretty good. So yes. like, if you can donate um, by a review, by rating, by sharing this on whatever social media mm-hmm. platform you're on and telling people to listen, that is also a donation. Yep. We want those too. Okay, that's right. Yes, donation, donation libations. libations. So we got several new patrons this week. So to combo. I mention their name every week yeah, Tukumbo because Tukumbo actually broke us off this week on the Patreon. Um, they actually upped their pledge. Making so it rain. Thank, ag- again, up their pledge again. Making so, it rain. Yes, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate you. Nicole broke us off on the Patreon. Tommy and Iris. So thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate you. And just, just a reminder, when you donate to our Patreon, when you subscribe to our Patreon, we mention you on the show. Any Anyone who donates, we make sure that we mention you and shout you out on the show, give you a libation on the show. And we are hoping to do more stuff with our Patreon. Like you guys will get all the new and early information on events and shit that we're doing, mm-hmm. discounts and shit like that.
We don't have any PayPal donations this week, but y'all made up for that in Patreon subscriptions. So we thank you and we appreciate you. And what do we have coming up? We're going to be anywhere? What's going on? We are going to be at Afropunk. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we'll just fucking be there, yo. If you see us, say what's say up. Say hi. Give me gifts. Don't give Jay gifts. Don't give me any. You can um, give me tangible gifts, but don't give me. Those are tangible, too. Okay. Don't give me any. Don't give our gifts to ingest. Uh-huh. I can't just say don't give me any drugs. Okay. All right. Don't give me any drugs at Afropunk specifically. But give me gifts. Queen is open to things specifically. Okay. <laughs> what else is up? Uh, you are going to South by Southwest this year, hopefully, right? Yeah. Next year? If this year? if next, it would be next next year. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, I have been chosen to be on a panel that can possibly be at South by Southwest. That's right. Um, thanks for that, sis J. Wink. And yeah, so the podca- the panel is about black sense. I'm just going to read a little thing from the panel picker mm-hmm. thing. On fleek, yes, hunty, it's lit fam, thick, but two C's. African-American vernacular English is quickly appropriated by broader American culture. Folks want to talk like us, but do they want to hear us speak or at least provide us with the resources to do so? With the exception of a handful of conversational and comedic podcasts, hosts of critically acclaimed shows usually drop the black scent in favor of the more NPR-ish style of speech. Where is the disconnect? Does it matter that there is one? Um, so that's basically what the panel will be exploring, A-A-V- AAVE, um, and how we're usually in media told to like have that non-accent right. to be in those spaces, mm-hmm. um, which it's, is something me and Jay talk about often. Right. It's been a recurring theme here, and just who are we talking to, how do we sound, and where we're allowed to be. Yes. And, and, and honestly, even how both of us have a uh, quote-unquote black scent, but how we're both received differently, differently yeah. based on how white-aligned our voices are, how mm-hmm. white-acceptable our voices yeah. are, whatever. So Sam, actually from Inner Ho Uprising, organized this panel based on these ideas, and we're really excited about it, yeah, yo. Yeah. So yeah, we need you all to vote for that panel. If you see any other um, black women-led panels at South by Southwest or on that site that you think are interesting, vote for those motherfuckers too because it's really about having representation in what we believe is a very white space traditionally. Yeah. We went to South by Southwest this year with Queer Walk and yes. it was white as fuck. So Girl. it would be nice if this panel was chosen. It would be nice if we were there in larger numbers representing and yeah. I need your help. So it's a little confusing how to vote. So I put like wrote something really short to like kind of explain that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so three steps to vote because it was weird for me to figure it out, but I figured it out, and this is what you can do, and it just makes it easier this way. So step one, you create a um, South by Southwest account. With that account, you log in, and then you go to the panel that you want to vote for, and then you press the arrow up, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's three steps. It seemed like more to me when I first tried it, but then yeah. now it's confusing because yeah. you have to like make a login kind of yeah. situation. So oh. we definitely appreciate that. We know that that's a sacrifice of your time, but we appreciate the work that you do to help us do the work that we do. Exactly, and this will create this will help diversify the space. If yep. you like, if you're in there and you vote, maybe vote for all the ones where you see black people, or yep. vote for all the ones where you see people mm-hmm. of color or mm-hmm. women or queer people. Vote for all of those. Yeah. It's free for you to vote. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that'll force them to have to diversify right. these things. That's so right. like there's another one, since we're talking about women of color in this space, there's another one. If you search Canatech, it'll come up. I don't have the exact name of it, but my friend Mary Pryor is actually doing wants to do a panel on 
people of color in the cannabis space and how the cannabis space is becoming as as states legalize cannabis and marijuana consumption black folks are being pushed out of the industry mm-hmm. so it's a conversation of on how to maintain our presence within that industry and yeah. shit like that so if you cool. yeah so if after you vote for queen's panel if you search canatech c-a-n-n-a-t-e-c-h i think it should come up mm-hmm. cool so check that out too Okay. So you ready to get into the show? Let's get into the show, the WB. I just did it for you. So. <laughs> the, the yeah, WB I know. Frog. Yeah. All right. I want to take that out because not everybody's going to get it. <laughs> the WB stands so we black. Oh, we black. <laughs> You're right. We black. You're right. No, let's talk. You want to ask me again? What? If I'm ready to get into the show. You ready to get into the show? I am. <laughs> okay um so jay what kind of tea are you drinking i am drinking some black tea called lapsang Chong, and it tastes like smoked gouda this will be my last time drinking this tea smoked gouda it's it's got a smoky flavor to it i don't need that in my tea yeah i don't need that either. i don't need that but it's all right it's calming it's keeping me in check it's doing what it's supposed to do i guess okay what are you drinking I'm drinking mint tea because the period is starting and I need some mint tea to okay. calm that Chill uterus down. Out. Chill the fuck out, uterus. Simmer down now. Chill. Simmer down now. Chill the fuck out. You be fine and all of a sudden it's just like, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're going to die? <laughs> it's annoying. Are you ready to die? <laughs> Have you ever danced with the devil in the pair of moonlight? <laughs> what are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? My pronouns are she, her, and they. Okay. And what are you affirming for yourself today? I'm affirming for myself that my period will not murder me. Yes. I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch, and I'm mm-hmm. affirming that I am enough. Those are my affirmations. That's right. For today. You what are you all those things? What are you affirming? I'm affirming that I am not a lady, and I'm not bound by ladyhood and all the shit that comes with that i'm not a lady i'm not ladies not on social media i'm not ladies me and queen are not ladies because you that requires more than one lady and maybe there's only one of us here i'm not a lady (laughs) so there's that i'm not a lady i'm enough i'm cute i'm financially stable and abundantly healthy and wealthy and i am affirming that I have a new job or a new career yeah. or some shit. I'm gonna affirm, I'm gonna affirm that. That's a, yeah. that's one of those affirmations that, um, yes. yeah, I'm just affirming yes. and I'm putting good energy on yes. and I'm hoping to have that happen and come through. I'm just moving my shoulders in agreement. I feel the shoulder support and agreement. I feel it and I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. I like you, Dom. Yes. So you were in our Tumblr. Yeah. And someone, I just happened, I don't use my personal Tumblr, so I was like, let me just log out of my personal one and log into the show one. Thank on my phone. you. I'm glad you did that. And I, I had not that. done that in long and enough. And then I noticed someone had sent us a letter. Yo, libations to you <laughs> for even <laughs> fucking with us on that platform because I don't log into that ever. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm going to read the letter um, that was sent to us. Okay. Been listening to your podcast and very interested in your opinions about this subject matter 
Today's trip to Barnes & Nobles was met with immense disappointment. The bookstore lacked an African-American literature section. What happened to this section? Instead, I found segments of African-American literature among a sea of other books. There was African-American literature under social sciences section with a tiny label marked African-American. There should be a section and a header for African-American literature with subsections of every genre as romance, history, biography, etc. No one should have to search for African-American literature amongst a sea of other literature sprinkled in here and there. I woke up today excited to find a great book only to realize Barnes & Nobles makes that extremely difficult, especially in terms of African-American literature. What are your thoughts about this? Beauty Divine. Oh, sign Beauty Divine. Because y'all thought that was a mm-hmm. funny letter. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about Uh-oh. this, Jay? Okay. So this has happened to me before mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, I'm going to just saunter into this standing bookstore and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to buy a book by a black author. And that same thing happened to me where, but this was like some years ago, like uh-huh. the bookstore I went into, they don't need, it doesn't even exist anymore or whatever. Yeah. They're closing down. Like a lot of bookstores. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of bookstores. So yeah, it did. I did kind of feel how this writer felt. But then I also kind of felt like, well, I guess, because I asked someone about it and they were like, oh, well, they just blend it in like with all the other books. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would be okay if black writers throughout the diaspora were not marginalized and were not when it comes to like promotion from start to finish. Just in general, like our books are not our shit, whatever it or whatever our shit is, is generally not promoted the way that white artists white writers or whatever are yeah. promoted so mm-hmm. there was a need to have okay here are the books by african-american writers i guess i don't know if that that makes something african-american lit you know what i'm saying yeah. like i feel like there sometimes that became like a catch-all just for anybody black making a book like does does a book written by a black writer does that make it african-american lit especially yeah. when oftentimes there would be black folks from throughout the diaspora and now here i'm sitting in this section called african-american lit so it's like politics with that shit too right yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but i did like being able as a black woman to go into a bookstore and find something by a black author yeah so i appreciated that but i also understand the blending of us in kind of but also we're not on equal footing so yeah because it seems as if sorry i didn't mean to cut you yeah off. that's right it seems as if we're blended in but we're so scarce that she's still right. couldn't find an abundance right. of what she needed anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like i think that the reason that barnes and noble doesn't have the sections like that anymore mm-hmm. is because a lot of writers are like yo i just wrote about right, science fiction right 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 I'm a black person who mm-hmm. wrote science fiction. Mm-hmm. Can you just, you know, like yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. But because our books, like you said, are marketed in those ways, it's not an abundance of them in that. So now right. they're spread all over this bookstore and it's not enough. Mm-hmm. So it's even harder for right. us to find them. So like when, when so Barnes and Noble or whatever bookstore you go to, sometimes they'll have a table like, okay, here are women writers. Are you including women of color in that shit? Exactly. Do, are we allowed to be women that day? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like stuff like that. When you include when you have books on tech, are we centering the are we including POC writers exactly. in tech? That's that's like where it becomes problematic because we're not considered unless it's in these very specific categories. Exactly. So it gets very tricky. But also to our point about like the last time I walked into a bookstore, even though this is kind of I guess like classes to a certain extent mm-hmm. because you might not have access to 
Like, it might be easier for you to walk into a bookstore than it is for you to get online and search. Like, however people are buying books now or whatever. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, there's an element of this that even though we can transfer and go to, like, cyber, even though we can... um, like, go online and look up all the African-American writers or black writers throughout the diaspora or whatever, there's still people who don't have that access. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then what do we do for those people? They go to the library. Oh, right. They could go to the library. Yeah, libraries exist. Libraries. Yeah, they still exist. Libraries, guys. <laughs> all right. I forgot about libraries. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna suggest that that could be a, a place. And usually, if you're, I don't know where you live, but usually, if your library is in a place that is a in a neighborhood where people are black, mm-hmm. you'll find a lot of the black books there mm-hmm. because they're trying to appeal to the demographic of the people in the neighborhood. Right. So I was gonna suggest the library. Mm-hmm. So that you can find more things in abundance. Because I get, I'm a person who still buys books. And I get going to the bookstore and like searching. Like all of that is a part of. It's the, an experience. Yeah. yeah. And um, they, it seems that Barnes and Nobles ruined that experience for you. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could have that experience in a library. Mm-hmm. If you have a library near you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's accessible and all of those things. So you right. can still do that. Because I'm a person who, I order books online but i prefer like i used to go to barnes and nobles and sit in the store for you know i'm Mm -hmm. those type of people Mm -hmm. so if you're trying to still get that experience in that way maybe go to library or look for a bookstore a different bookstore where you live they Mm. may exist you might just have to just do some research right to figure that out yes so you still get that experience and you're not annoyed and disappointment disappointed when you go to buy a book right you know, mm-hmm. I did want to suggest two other um, ways. There are online spaces, but um, this is a website called noirreads.com. And it's basically a subscription service, like a box. And you get like, f- I think, four books a month from black people books mm. from black authors so that's a way for you to like you can still kind of get the experience because it's like four books yeah i don't <laughs> read by the way just like <laughs> sorry so when i talk like i do i you know i take in information differently or whatever i listen to shit i watch it or whatever um i'm about to tap into audible but anyway <laughs> when you talk about four books a month <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> where's the time anyway um yeah so yeah, so that's the way, and then you still kind of get the, like, experience of, like, um, something new arriving at your door, right. like, you know, that type of thing. And then there's a bookstore called Human Bookstore, um, Hue, H-U-E, like the color, mm-hmm. man, bookstore.com, and that is a black-owned bookstore. Um, they we used to they used to have Harlem. a brick and mortar in Harlem, but Until Harlem... Harlem took it away from us. Not Harlem, the white people. No, Harlem's whites. Oh, mm-hmm. oh I, I don't. The they colonizer. don't. They don't have a Harlem. There's, oh, there's true that. True and that. Then, the colonizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's not there anymore. But they were able to become an online space. So that's another place where you can probably not have to be disappointed by the pile of white books mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to the black authors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But yeah, that's what we got. Hope it helped a little something something. Yes, I hope so. So we got another T mail. And this one starts off, long live the queen and long live tea with Queen and Jay. Okay. But when I first read it, I was like, why is she talking about, why are they talking about me twice? Because I'm okay. full of myself. Self-absorbed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, tea with Queen and Jay. I wanted to pour y'all some libations from all the way over here in West Philly. 
Y'all consistently and instinctively bring it with each and every episode of the podcast. So much so that every time I want to respond to something, y'all spill even more tea on something that I wanted to, to respond to previously while still being shook. You got the last point the way I was thinking of it. Okay. I appreciate that. We're in your mind. <laughs> Needless to say, this won't be the last time I'll be writing y'all. So I'll return to all of that another time. I do want to acknowledge the passing of Aretha Franklin, the undisputed queen of soul and the incredible life she has had. Something I came across while reading write-ups and obituaries I wanted to bring to your attention is the narrative of Aretha Franklin's mother who, quote, left the family when Aretha was a young child and died at an early age, leaving their father to raise their children on his own, unquote. So of course I had questions. The way they always seemed to frame her mother as up and quote unquote leaving and her father as quote unquote taking on great responsibility while being this quote charismatic young or young unorthodox pillar in the in the church community and so forth as i'm learning there's more to this story besides aretha's mom leaving so before i go any further i just wanted to leave you with a link i found to a short documentary on aretha franklin which includes some very important figures in her life as well as a link to a washington post write-up on aretha which is also interesting to say the very least in all i wanted to show our queen some respect and fully honor her truth for all that it is as well as you, Queen and Jay, for always... Oh, she put the dot in there. Thank you. Respect. Put some respect on your name. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. For always keeping it real, honest, and full of respect. Always. I'll be hitting y'all back soon. Take care. Peace. Kel. And Kel's at is at this girl, Kel. On Twitter. Thank you so much, Kel. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. We also appreciate you honoring Aretha Franklin. Yeah. She is, as uh, Queen mentioned in our group chat, she is a body positivity goal. Yes. For sure. There are images of Aretha Franklin just like with her titties out. Like, yeah. And sheer, no conversation about it, nothing to it. Notoriously, Aretha Franklin as as a large sized woman would be wearing something like with her back out yeah there'll be back fat spilling everywhere regardless of how old she was or whatever she was clearly doing whatever the fuck she she wanted wanted to to do and in my younger body shaming ways where i was kind of raised on a foundation of body shaming Mm -hmm. yeah we would talk about that in my house like Mm -hmm. why don't she get it together why don't she tuck that in why don't she wear something that's more appropriate to her size or her body or whatever 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 and as a grown-ass bitch i'm looking and i appreciate that shit like do you where was comfortable where would you like it would always be a beautiful dress with just her back fat hanging out it just made me think of that clip when they like ask her what she thinks about taylor swift and she's like (laughs) gowns beautiful gowns beautiful gowns <laughs> this is after they asked her about mad black women artists so yeah, she's like oh yeah. wonderful voice excellent piano player great range taylor swift great gowns. songwriter Be- beautiful gowns nope she just said gowns hey, she, she found something to say <laughs> that's more than i had to say so yes thank yeah, you for, for this, this letter this letter and this acknowledgement of aretha franklin and it made us think about some other shenanigans that have been going on recently so for anybody who doesn't know uh lovey ajaye is that how you say her last name i don't know i don't remember no i don't know the names of people that i don't favor so social media personality um lovey uh was talking talking again i don't know why she was talking 
Um, but yeah, so she was talking on Twitter and people, a lot of people was making up these lists of who should be a part of either Aretha Franklin's tribute. Right. Um, which is a fun game. Which is a fun game, Let's which is fine. I play. personally think no one should be, we should just have a moment of silence. I don't want to hear anybody. Mm-hmm. No one. Mm-hmm. Or some old unknown church mothers. That's it. Right. Who right, could like right. fucking say, like, yeah. but other than that, Ledessi could do it. Let us see. Let us see. Thank you. I could picture Let us see. Nah, she could do it. But I feel like I just want some old church mothers mm-hmm. singing with like bad wigs and like mm-hmm. that's what I want. Okay. Or nothing. Right. <laughs> like fair. nothing. I know who I don't want. I know who I don't want. Also, you go ahead and get started. I don't want Christina Aguilera there. Right. I don't need her in that shit. Right? No. You know somebody. I picture her singing "Natural her Woman." I don't need yep. her there. Yep. At all. Mm-hmm. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. She has a beautiful voice. She does not have the voice that people try and make it seem like she, she has. Does yo. Not. She doesn't. Anytime a white person open their mouth, they be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "I don't want to hear it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it, yo. Because really, that's what she is. She's like a, a circus act, right? It's like, oh, wow, look at this white, this tiny white woman. Look at how big she can open her mouth. mouth. And look at how she has this type of range. If she was black, nobody would pay her. Yeah, like, nobody would pay her no, no mind. Fucking mind. I don't want her here. I don't want her there. I don't want her there I don't want either. anywhere near it. No, me neither. I don't want Alicia Keys there. I don't oh. know why she would be, but I just figured I would throw that out there. Even when that that same clip we were talking about when they were throwing out artists, when he mm-hmm. said Alicia Keys, he said great. She said great pianist, great songwriter. She mm-hmm. didn't say shit about right, her. Right, right, right. Aretha don't want her there. I'm, I'm no. sure Aretha Franklin has a list already. Oh, probably. I'm sure she has a list. She has a list. Yeah. She has a list. I'm she sure she does. Okay, so. Back to Lovey. Yeah, everyone's throwing, you know, throwing their list around. Um, She had a list where um she basically said that Mary J. Bly shouldn't do it. Okay. Um, And then she, let me go to the specific tweet. Because it rose, it's still a rose. Baby, Baby girl. You're still a flower. Is that a whole type song? Yeah. Okay, so people are like throwing suggestions at her and she's kind of retweeting them. So someone mm-hmm. throws a suggestion. I'd love you. Um, yes, mm-hmm. I love you. Um, so she's saying, she's basically saying no, who couldn't be? So somebody put a list and they put Mary Mary in the list and she's like, no, mm-hmm. they can't be. You know, like, so mm-hmm. that's what she's doing. Which I agree. Um, yes, I do agree. So someone else also on her list. She doesn't retweet, but she's like, somebody said, and I'm going to get to the exact mm-hmm. one. Someone suggested Tevin Campbell to sing at, Aretha, at Aretha's tribute. First of all, you don't know Aretha like that? Don't just be calling her Aretha. Don't, don't do that. You don't Mm-mm. do that. Under what rock did they pull that name from? So she posed that. Mm-hmm. I was already annoyed before I saw that because a part of her suggestions, she put a doubt in that. Okay, a and white woman, right? Yes, a okay. white Why, woman. Can you read the read the first tweet with her suggestions? Do you does she give? Is that in, in like one tweet of suggestions and shit, or is that um, a I part think it's of? Like, it's like a, it's broken up. Yeah. Okay, so she just nope, found it. All okay. right. So all right. So let's talk about the important things. Who was going to do the tributes for Aretha Franklin? I need folks to sing "Heaven Down." I need Fantasia in the building. I need Layla Hathaway. I need Lettucey. Throw in a doubt. Who? Who else? So I'm actually okay with those other choices. Mm-hmm. 
but I just don't want to do- like. Okay. All right. So at this moment, I would not have been annoyed, except for the fact oh, that I was annoyed because I'd probably be annoyed that that tweet had been retweeted into my timeline. Like, <laughs> my timeline is usually lovey free, so that might have annoyed me. But so far, that wouldn't bother me. But let's get to the juice. Yeah. So then, as people start doing the suggestions, okay. like I said earlier, somebody suggested Tevin Campbell. Yes. And, and then, did you finish that tweet? Yeah, I read the whole tweet. Okay. Yeah. What rock um, did they pull him from um, under? Yeah. So then Twitter did its thing mm-hmm. and um, basically started like checking her for like saying that. Um, for me, my issue with this was she doesn't have, I f- no, not even I feel. She doesn't have the range mm-hmm. to dictate who should be doing a tribute to mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. Like you literally picked a white British woman mm-hmm. to do a tribute to this right. black woman ass woman from detroit when jill scott exists (laughs) erica badu exists yeah these are problematic aunties with wonderful voices yeah yeah and you like went all the way to england Mm -hmm. to get a white woman to get a white woman right who is also again beautiful voice Mm -hmm. but also a black woman with that same voice british or not nobody nobody would would care okay um and then i don't i don't i don't understand why i like adele Mm -hmm. find her boring I like her personality. I find her music boring, mm-hmm. actually. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's why I was insulted. Because I was like, you really went all the way to another country and right. found you a white woman for this Aretha Franklin tribute. Uh-huh. But there's enough black women here, yep. enough black American women here yep. in this space to do that. Mm-hmm. And you went all the way over there. And then when somebody mentions a young, like, black person dude who sings R&B, Adele don't sing R&B. Who is incredibly talented, okay, who, like has history in the game mm-hmm. that you we're we're throwing that out yeah so that was my annoyance like mm-hmm. you just don't have the range and it is okay to not have the range and it's okay right. to like be quiet right and like because you are an african woman mm-hmm. and not an african-american or black american right. however people well i say black american mm-hmm. that there's just some things that you just shouldn't touch right like to me like i don't have a problem with like playing the game or whatever the pro like it's, it's fine it's a cute fun game to mm-hmm. play on social media or whatever the problem for me becomes when like people don't recognize and she does recognize this but people don't recognize the following that they have yeah and like their voice how large their voice is mm-hmm. and like how to use that voice like there are things that i say on my facebook which is not that you know it's not it's not public you know i have a good amount of followers or whatever i don't have that many Mm -hmm. friends on facebook the things i say there that i'm not going to tweet i have a small following but i have a podcast and there are people who like take what i say very seriously yeah so just certain shit i just don't tweet it's just different spaces for different things yeah and i feel like that's a cute game to play but then when you start like talking shit about black american icons and shit like, like Watch your mouth. And so yeah. when we talk about her being a continental African woman, and so it's just for anyone who's a n- new listener to this show or not familiar with Lovey, it's not just about this one tweet, yeah. right? So something that we had talked about on the show before was she went on this whole face long fa- public Facebook rant about what black women should be paid for and what black women should, should not be, be paid, paid for right us, right yeah. who should be paid who shouldn't be paid or whatever how should we get paid yes. how should we go about and, and those who have paypals and shit like yeah. that you know not being okay or requesting payment for emotional labor or educational labor to white people and asking them for stuff when you know they're just trying to learn all type of bullshit yeah and then she issued an apology 
and oh because she also called out um biracial black women or light-skinned black women or whatever and in her apology this is what irritated me because we all miss you know make mistakes and Mm -hmm. say crazy shit that we need to apologize for within her her apology apology. she apologized to biracial and light-skinned black women except she's like unless you're on that rachel dolezal shit which, Which, for any black woman, it's an act of violence. Yeah. Do not mention a white woman pretending to be a black woman in any apology to me or in anything to me. Why yeah. are we mentioning her at all? She so it still says, right. So it still says to me that you don't see our um, shared history. Yeah. You don't see our shared story in yep. this or whatever. And like again, I'm a light skinned black woman. I'm totally down with being called out for any type of colorism, for being called out on my privilege as a light skinned black woman. I'm totally down for those conversations, which you not about to do is be like haha you light skin that's not yeah that's not that's not what we're and gonna you do you could still probably be a rachel oh right yeah yes. that's what she's saying right like why would you even have her in the what does she have to do with this phase? if you're talking to black women yes rachel should have no space none whatsoever none so whatsoever just, just shows the the lack of range that she has when right it's a certain ignorance a certain ignorance it's a certain um like cultural incompetency and like what you said a lack of range in the space yeah so then as a continental african woman here's the other thing as a black american woman there are things that are continentally african that i don't have a place to speak yeah on. you know what i'm saying i might touch on it but i hope to touch on it in a way that within that conversation says i don't have the range to talk about this this is what i'm seeing from my perspective mm-hmm. or whatever but to like play all and i don't know i don't know um I don't think that Lovey was born in the States. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But she may have been here from a very young age or she may have been born here, whatever. I don't know. But she makes it very clear that she's a continental African, yes. which is wonderful. And that's perfect. Yeah. And I appreciate and see our shared history mm-hmm. and all that shit. What I don't appreciate is the continued benefiting and profiting off of black American culture yeah. and then treating it sometimes i feel like with a certain level of like just cavalier disrespect it's disposable and it's disposable, it's disposable. which is why tevin campbell who if you know anything about him you know that he has had hard times yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And he was a child star yep. who we all loved and appreciated. We know that people have talked shit about his sexuality. Bloody. So when he, when a, when an opportunity comes up or somebody says, oh, Tevin Campbell could do this or whatever. I, somebody with such a huge voice as Lovey who has podcasts. She's featured in fucking YouTube videos. She writes and shit. You have a huge voice that people listen to and fuck with whether you're interesting or not. Mm-hmm. They fuck with it. That's how we're gonna use our voice. Yeah. That's what you're gonna that's what yeah. you're gonna do. And then you 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 including some white British woman who, you know, we like Adele. Okay, cool. But of all the black American Americans women that could that could be in this. R and B, the actual same right. genre. Right. So it just seems to be this consistent Adele ain't got no blues in her you know, like, no. it's like Yeah. Like, see, well, I mean, she's clearly inspired. To me, she's clearly inspired by rhythm and blues. But again, there's no need there's no need to uh fly her over. That she's not gonna do blues like Aretha. There's no need, she's not. There's no need for it. There's a different kind of crying that happens between those (laughs) two different things, you know. That Aretha will make you ugly, (laughs) fucking cry, right? Right, she will, okay? She will, will. (laughs) so like I said, it seems it seems like a little thing, but honestly, it just feels like a continued like disrespect for black American culture which you key key off of and you make money off of. And that's not to say that you don't have any stake in our culture, but like 
it's different. Yeah. Treat it with some respect and yeah. some care. Yeah. She got one more time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Are we going to talk about her on the podcast? Uh, look. After that one time? She got one more time. That's what we've been doing. All right. Shit. Okay. You want to take a break? Let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> do, money. Do you know what this year is? Um, What's this year? Oh, well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black women year. your money. Yes. So Give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yo tvthqueenandj.com hit that donate tab mm-hmm. and we have two options there so two can, two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black! All the time! All the time. Yeah. What you got for us? News that's not news? So yeah, so let's get into news that's not news. In the world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. Let's do it. So today's news that's not, I'm going to tell them what news that's not news is. Mm-hmm. So this segment is where we highlight news stories, news stories that the mainstream media just won't touch because they don't like talking about real shit. Right. Or we will have a news story with a different perspective, our woman is race nurse perspective mm-hmm. on which mainstream or whatever is not touching. So that is news that is not news. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this news that's not news story actually comes from the Huffington Post and it is um, basically in a county in southwest Georgia. They will be closing seven polls. There's only nine polling places in this county. So they'll mm-hmm. be closing seven of them. Seven polling locations. Yes. And this county is 60% black. Okay. The um, Actually, I'm just read what I got from the article. So elections officials in rural southwest Georgia County are defending a plan to suddenly close seven of the county's nine polling places against allegations of racial discrimination, saying the ones it wants to close are not sufficiently accessible to people with disabilities. I have a question. Yeah. Can I ask it now? Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. Why wouldn't they just bring them up to code? Install a fucking ramp. Move the fucking polling, whatever the fuck machines, from the second floor to the ground floor. Yeah. Relocate 
to the next the building next door mm-hmm. why are we closing voting locations and limiting access for people to vote because that doesn't help the disabled folks nope. who don't have, have yeah, access that's not help- yeah or everyone who was able to vote at those locations yeah. before and then is how are these polling stations built without the access for mm-hmm. disabled people ever like right like what is what our serving polling places mm-hmm. create made in that way that were only out of the nine only two of them were accessible right like why was that even mm-hmm. from the beginning why was that okay why was and that ever okay in what universe does it make does the answer is the answer okay we'll just we, shut we it just down close it. that doesn't make any that's sense. some fuckboy shit. It <laughs> like, fuck shit it's voter suppression yeah that's basically what it is randolph county the site of the proposed changes is more than 60 percent black with a little over 30 percent of residents in poverty more than double the national poverty level so this is a um very this is like a very this is an under-resourced place Mm -hmm. anyway right Uh, people may not own cars and all of these things to go to the only two polling places Mm -hmm. says in here also those voters the group said was less likely to own a car and would be required to walk over three hours to one of the two remaining polling locations Mm. like wait what yeah it's not like there's no public transportation right of course not you know, this is a place below the poverty line, below the national average of the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, come the fuck on. Right. And then also the ACLU, they are the ones who are bringing this to people's attention. Mm-hmm. They pointed out the fact that Stacey Abrams, the first black female nominee for governor and also a part of a major party, is on the ballot for this fall. So it right. just all seems so suspicious them, you know, closing down all these polling stations right. because of the um and not being meeting the codes for um and disabled people one of the republican candidates actually works for like the election board as a part of wow. this as a part of this whole thing so supposedly he spoke out against the closing of these things mm-hmm. but it's still folks have still been asking him to step down since he's going to be running for governor to step down from his position with the election yeah. shit since it's kind of a it's a conflict of interest but it is you know a huge so one. yeah so that's kind of tricky even though he he said that he's against the poll closing is still kind of like why are you there though you know um i also want to note this is something else from the article uh, georgia was one of the nine states that had to seek approval from the federal government to make changes to its election practices under the 1965 voting rights act in 2013 the u.s supreme court nullified that requirement so this is something that they would have had to go through different channels mm. to make this decision for and now they don't have to do that because right. the voting rights act was nullified so they could pretty much just do whatever the fuck they want right so the voting rights act would have made sure that if they were closing polls how would this affect the communities surrounding exactly. it and would that would it be voter suppression would it limit people from being able to, to vote, vote or cause um like undue fucking uh what is that shit? Would would folks have to like go way out of their way to, to vote? vote yes. Basically. But yeah, but no, now now these states can do whatever the fuck they, they want because there yeah. is no fucking voting. And act. Georgia is a state that has a history of voter suppression. Mm-hmm. Like literally killing people for right. wanting to vote. Right. So this is a place that the the voting right acts like it was very important for a state like Georgia to make sure that they had these federal guidelines mm-hmm. as to what they did with polling stations and how people voted and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're kind of seeing, and even though we saw it real time with the last election where that guy got elected to the presidency of this country, yeah. we saw hugely how not having the Voters' Right Act affected um, mm-hmm. 
voting. Yeah, polling places all over the country have have closed. Yeah, and and reduced, reduced. shit. And then there's been fucking um the new like ID laws. Certain places Just you have to have a fucking ID. ID. We're talking about like elderly folks, some of whom they haven't needed an ID, ID or haven't renewed their ID mm-hmm. or like all type of different shit that has been used to suppress the black and brown vote to suppress um older folks from voting yeah. even this shit with like okay so seven of these all this time have not, not been, been accessible, accessible to folks so, with disabilities so these people couldn't vote all what this the time? fuck like it's crazy it's yeah. it's fucking it's, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and i always i like when we have these conversations because it tells you if if voting wasn't important then it wouldn't work so hard to make it so people couldn't vote. hello they wouldn't do that message you know mm-hmm. so this is just a testament to that like they wouldn't go so hard if it wasn't important if it wasn't something that um helps change the trajectory of how systems are run in this country yeah. they would not work so hard to make it so people can't vote mm-hmm. they wouldn't they'll mm-hmm. just let everybody do it yep. you know so yeah that is, is <gasps> yeah. so the aclu is working um against this shit they're gonna have mm-hmm. a vote on august 24th second public meeting is scheduled for friday night and a vote is expected for august 24th, 24th. the aclu is um, putting up a fight and they've been talking about how campaigning against it i tried to look for like some shit that we could do but besides talk about it and fucking vote and, and then wait, if yeah. you got extra guac um because i looked at the aclu's website i know people have different feelings about the aclu but they do do stuff like this mm-hmm. so if you have any extra guac and you want to donate to the aclu that could be cool or maybe people can start to organize and carpools or something right i thought that too but people. i hate as a bitch in nyc who don't even drive i hate to like make that suggestion and not like be out there doing it but that is a good idea mm-hmm. so there's ways mm-hmm. to kind of counter what the fuck they're trying to do right yeah you know? if you're on a fucking bus you know what i'm saying yeah. bus motherfuckers there's people in the state of georgia maybe not in that county who mm-hmm. have money who could like get buses to, right I don't know, do something there's yeah. ways so you could do something and work around this mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i like that good shit are you ready to play some black women i am ready to pay black women yo Let's do that. So speaking of books and shits, this ties into that letter that we got earlier. Mm -hmm. We have a book by two black women authors now. The book is called Umi and Uma, the story of two mommies and a baby. And this book is written by Naisha and Samantha Davis Williams. And it is essentially the story of a couple and their baby. Yeah. And I never read a book about two moms. I was about to say, you never read a book. Well, you know, I barely read, (laughs) but I did used to read whole chapter books and shit. But anyway, Uh I had never read a book about two moms. um, I haven't either. Two parents Mm -hmm. and a kid. I read this. I thought it was adorable. It's colorful. It's beautiful. I think it's for young children, I would say. And yeah, the illustrations are really, really good. Gorgeous. Really, really good. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And it's really just, I guess, you know how you watch TV? Because I don't have kids and mm-hmm. no one has ever asked me this. You watch TV and the kid is like, where did I come from? So this is yeah, this one, would be one, the one answer to that. Stories. And I think it's nice to have in the house, even if you just, even if you are within a heteronormative parenting situation, yeah, just to, to have, have in your in house, house right with, yep, for your kids. Important. Because I think that it helps to normalize different types of families mm-hmm. and how different families can look different ways yeah um 
So Naisha says, my wife, Samantha, and I wrote our children's book in November. And while developing the illustrations, we were elated with the opportunity to have characters of color. Of course, as a two mom household, we know questions will come up instead of consistently, quote unquote, explaining. We wrote our story on why we wanted to have a baby. And I thought that was cool and yeah, cute. Yeah, that was cute. I thought it was cute also using Umi and Uma, me being Muslim, um, Umi, I know, um, that's mom. Mm-hmm. So my stepbrother and sister did call my mother Umi. So I'm like mm-hmm. used to hearing Umi. Um, so it was nice seeing that. And right. then just seeing like imagery that looks like black Muslim women. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also seeing what looks like a queer um, couple and a Muslim kind of mm-hmm. look or space, okay. um, which is generally like what, I don't see in my own life mm-hmm. a lot of intersections of Islam and queerness. Right. So it's great to see that in his book and that represented in a book. So mm-hmm. all of it was dope. Also, it's a black woman in here woman in here um doing archery, which Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> I was reading and they're hiking. And I'm like Wait, wait, <laughs> what, what did she say? That was that was the thing that caught me off guard. Once upon a time in a land of Astrin, there lived Umi and Uma. Umi loved to spend her time in the forest. I was like, okay, forest? I'm from New York. Yeah, like, okay, me too. That, that, that picture of them hiking. Yes. I was like, oh. She enjoyed archery. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Horseback? horseback riding and camping so that's the other thing with this it's like off top for me as a black girl because i think we did have a lot of books and um that jasmine read that jasmine read actually (laughs) honestly yes jasmine is the reader (laughs) we did have a lot of books that jasmine read but i did love i would read i read back in the day but i did Mm -hmm. love um i did love colorful pictures Mm -hmm. but and anything that was interesting right so anything that took me outside of my apartment in the bronx yeah so i never i never opened a fucking book and saw a black woman or a black person who looked like me talking about archery horseback riding i and don't think and shit. i've ever seen an illustration of two black women hiking hello and or, that's what's happening in this book or loving each other that's the other thing about yeah. this book mm-hmm. it's like the illustrations they are looking at each other lovingly it's clear that they are a loving couple. And when do you see that in a children's book? It's also as f- like, it's also really regular and basic. You know yes. what I mean? Like nothing. Yes. Is- nothing happens. That's the other thing. Nothing happens in this book. Yeah. Right. It's just two moms. They connect. It's two, it's two women. They connected. They love each other. They wanted to start a family. family. They did they that did shit. That. And, and in the meantime, they're hiking. It's colors. It's all type of yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's not like it had to be this deep, right. symbolic Right, right, thing. right. Which it could be. There's spaces for that, but yeah. this is not that book. All it's, of our things don't have to be that. We could right. dead ass just be like, here's a story about women who love each other and have yep. a baby. And, and hike and do motherfucking archery. archery. You're really stuck on that archery. I'm, I'm telling you, that that <laughs> a book about two moms, I was like, okay, this is cute. When she said she like archery, I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> I'm here for this. I was inspired. Oh, god! I was inspired, oh, yo. Actually, you know what? We we going to visit Money and Nikita uh-huh. in October. Can we do archery? I don't want to do archery with you. You're too excited. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt. That's, that's how I feel about you niggas and apple picking. I'm deathly Why allergic to apples. I don't want to go apple picking. You're allergic to eating them. We're I not going to force them down your throat. I don't want to. What you am I picking them for? No, you don't have to go. I'm but why saying, can't we just go do archery? There's, we are all adults. We could do different things. That's I want fine. to do it together. We don't have to do everything together. And 
No one is stuffing an apple down your throat. You said you're allergic as if, if you walk by an apple. Because I feel like you should about to pick all these apples and then aren't y'all gonna come back and make apple pie and jam and fucking applesauce and shit. What you gonna do with the apples? Where are they gonna go? Home. To Okay, I guess y'all could take them. The home. Fuck, cause y'all so strange. <sighs> I wanna do archery. But anyway, <laughs> Um, so again, this book is by Naisha and Samantha Davis Williams. You can check out their website, um, two mommies and a baby dot com. So that's mommy spelled. Oh, well, y'all know how to spell two mommies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mommy with an O. Some people do that M A um M A M I, but it's spelled uh, mommies is spelled M O M M I E S. But yeah, okay. two mommies and a baby dot com. The book is available on Amazon. When I checked, it was up there for eleven ninety nine. So mm-hmm. you can check out this shit. Something that I like to do. Um, I was gonna say as a bitch with no kids, but I guess if I had kids, I could do this too. It makes no bearing on the matter. I'm yeah. just so tied to my identity as a <laughs> single childless woman or a single woman who's without children. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway something that i like to do is when i find like a favorite book especially one um for children of color those are the only children that i know Mm -hmm. but when i find no i guess i know white children but anyway when i find those books buy them like in bulk like i'll buy three or four so that whenever i'm going to like a baby shower or like a kid's birthday or Mm -hmm. some shit like i already know that's the that's what i want to give anyway so i already have it i have a few and then i can give that book Mm -hmm. or whatever so i'm definitely gonna add this to that right now my book is I think it's Rabbit's First Kwanzaa mm-hmm. that I give oh, out. Oh, I fucking love that book. And it's not even so much like it is about Kwanzaa, but it's not like a book about Kwanzaa. It's mm-hmm. about family and connectivity and all that, that shit. Cute. So that's, yeah. So I usually, I'll buy three of those and um because it's never there when i need it so i mm-hmm. just order a bunch i have it and then whenever i'm going to like a party or whatever if i haven't already given that book because sometimes I'm like oh i gave him that already <laughs> um that's like my, my go-to book or whatever but anyway so thank you all and you can find them on social media at two mommies and a baby cool yes can we throw somebody in the pit all this black love and joy let's get angry yes let's get angry let's go to the pit everybody strap in I'm about to open some fucking windows the new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn time so i went to an alice smith show this week mm-hmm. i'm not throwing her in the pit it was a good show mm-hmm. actually she's always excellent i'm not throwing her in the pit but i did describe her stage performance it reminds me no, I'm not going to say that. Okay. So. But real quick question. Is she going to be at Afropunk this year? I don't know. Okay. I don't think that she is. I just wanted to call out Afropunk is supposed <laughs> to have Jada Pinkett Smith and her band was supposed to be there. Wicked Wisdom. I was yeah. looking forward to that shit. Willow Smith was supposed to be there. She plays. I was looking forward to that shit. And motherfucking Jaden Smith was supposed to be there. I was looking forward to that shit. All those, all three of those motherfuckers who I love dearly, they had, they have something else. They're not able to make it, and so Afropunk has replaced them with drumroll, Pusha T. Pusha T. Somebody explain that shit. Look, there's so many people. So many other people that I would rather see. Pusha T does not equal three Smiths and a possible Will Smith appearance. No, that's not how that works. Does not. Remember when we saw Will Smith when? Oh when, my goodness, yeah. he was just standing there yeah. looking fucking adorable. <laughs> What an adorable yes. fucking man, yes. yo. I kind of, I, I think I love him. Um, You do. I, I do. don't. Uh, I don't understand it. Smith reminds me of my brother, so I can't love him. Okay, sorry. But I don't understand it, yo. Yeah. 
yeah like push your t is cool okay that's fine i wouldn't honestly i wouldn't mind if i just saw him on the roster okay cool i can decide whether it's coming cool or not he's you about to replace three smiths with a push a t I don't understand. What's the math on that shit? I don't. What is the math on that shit, yo? Give me an Alice Smith. Is was Danny Brown not available? What the fuck? Big Frida. Give me Big Frida. Give me Pusha T and Malice and be like, oh, give here, bo- here are Cuddy. the clips. I will do give, Kid Give us Cuddy. a Kid Club. Give us, give us something. I would do Kid Cudi. Give us something else with his crop tops and shit yeah but you gotta give me at least two regular motherfuckers you can't just give me one One. regular person you wear box braids and you put those in a ponytail i don't want to see that on stage i don't want to see it (laughs) all right that's not our pit that's not our pit but um alice smith brought us libations to alice smith (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm at this alice smith show in harlem or whatever um and her band comes out Mm mm-hmm and the drummer, I realized it's some guy that I used to see who mm-hmm. ghosted me. Oh. We didn't really see each other. We went on like four dates. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of dates. <laughs> Honestly, four? That's a lot, yo. We went on like four dates. Usually like a, I'll never see you again is that after a two date kind of thing. No, we went on like four dates. Wow. And then, you remember, you're going to remember this story. Then we were chatting and it was like a snowstorm and i was like oh let's have a snowball fight tomorrow he's like oh i can't i'll be busy and then on his instagram he clearly went and had a snowball fight with some other bitch right <laughs> which which niggas is so corny you know he took your idea yes! you know he was not about to go have a snowball fight no he was not he was like i'm normally a corny nigga but <laughs> i got this great idea from this cool person who i went on four dates Thanks, with man. i'm gonna use it for this other person yeah okay um and then ghosted like we hadn't um spoke since then or whatever mm-hmm. so i see him and i'm enjoying alice smith but i really wanted to throw a sneaker at him <laughs> you don't even wear sneakers oh you do wear sneakers yeah well the sneakers okay. sometimes now but i wanted to i didn't have sneakers on that day i didn't but think you did. i didn't mm-hmm. um but i wanted to throw a sneaker at him one okay. two because i i wasn't he wasn't someone that was like of happy. note of any feeling yeah. or anything but right. it remind when i seen him again reminding me how they just disappeared like right. with this disappeared mm-hmm. and it just made me think about how horrible ghosting abusive ghosting mm. how abusive ghosting can be so okay. i think there's different kinds of ghosting right but i'm throwing him in a pit and i'm throwing abusive ghosters in a pit right who, so for the for the aunties and the uncles who don't know and for the young aunties and uncles who just happen not to know what ghosting is ghosting is basically when you just never hear from somebody again yeah and it's usually abrupt or it could be after an argument or whatever, but it's usually like everything is fine, and then all of a sudden you just never hear from somebody yeah. again. So mm-hmm. that would be that would be ghosting. Yeah, um, abusive ghosting. Yes, that's abusive ghosting. Yeah, um, abrupt disappearance. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah, like I just don't want to throw those people in a pit. I'm gonna throw people in who in a pit who I think don't know how to say I'm done. Right. And. It's important to do that. Yeah. Like it's fine to be done, mm-hmm. but just say that shit. Mm-hmm. So there's not you're not lingering in somebody's mind, so that you're not lingering in somebody's emotions or whatever. Like I, that person was not even a like a I don't even remember his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, to be honest, but seeing him again enraged me right. because of the abrupt way of which they like just fucking ghosted. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have been fine if there was some like I don't fuck with you no more. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of dudes be like, oh, that's right. that drama that I don't fuck with no more. Right, right, but like, right. no, now it's something else. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, telling my friends so we could joke on him because I need to like do these things because I'm fucking enraged while I'm at this right. fucking show. Right. You know? They're like, oh, you're alive, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> and you up there fucking smiling? Up there smiling? Smiling? Like you didn't just ghost me several years with ago? Alice? How dare you? What the fuck? How dare you? Does uh, she know what kind of friend you are? I know. I wanted to tell her. Right. Like, Alice, you know, mm-hmm. he might not come to the next show. <laughs> he might not. Might not be here. Hope That's you got a backup funny. drama. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, people who are abusively ghosts, I want them to all go on the pit. Because it, it, I do feel that I'm not like a person who has to seek closure mm-hmm. from a person. But I think it's very important as an adult to close a book mm. or say you know i'm having i but this other person that i'm dating right now is who i want to be with and we're going to mm. be exclusive like it's nothing wrong with like seeing those things right. it's not hard it's not it's not like extra work for some people i think it is labor intensive mm-hmm. like if they some people get i think the, they get really awkward and it's easier i think in their mind to just no longer engage mm-hmm. than to say oh you know i had a good time but i don't see this going anywhere yeah. or whatever but i think that that can be selfish yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. and i think people need to take into more account like is this abrupt where we already kind of probably not gonna speak again yeah. like that type of thing because four fucking dates that's a lot of motherfucking dates not to hear from nobody ever again especially yeah. if something didn't happen i personally am a fan Nothing of a big happened. blowout so that's what that's usually so i have ghosted right okay. but never like for no reason like we yeah. have a huge fight or whatever and i'm just like you know what i'm done mm-hmm. um no, actually, no, I've, I don't think I have. Because if they do reach out, I'll say, nah, I'm not fucking with you. No, so maybe not. But I mm. will do, like, the silent treatment for right. a little bit. Right. Or disengage for a little bit. I do definitely do that. I don't mm. just completely, like, leave without explanation. Mm-hmm. But that can be a little problematic, the, the you know, the silent treatment and whatever. Right. But that's kind of for my self-care. But, like, I've never just, like, disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's happened to me a lot. Like, I've right. had full-on fucking relationships where something abrupt happens Mm -hmm. so of course you you're in that state of rage or whatever Mm -hmm. and then literally have never seen a person again Mm -hmm. like ever so it's like that shit is is just rude and it's hurtful Mm -hmm. and i just want for more people to be a little more responsible it's dismissive yeah to be a little more responsible with how you handle people Mm mm-hmm yeah it's just it's just yeah i think the dismissive it's it's dismissive and and i think that can be an act of violence Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying depending on like i think people like to know that they matter in general i think that's like a base thing of humanity it's like do i matter do motherfuckers care that i exist and i think that just stopping communication with somebody like abruptly in that way yeah it's one of those like you don't matter kind of thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of us base whether we matter or matter or not on our interaction with others, yeah. whether those be loved ones, family, people who we are engaged with romantically, whatever it be. There are people who feel that way within the workplace. Mm-hmm. Do I they care about? Do I matter? Yeah. Here? Mm-hmm. And I think that it makes dating and engaging with people very hard when we don't respect our engagements with people yeah. when we're dismissive of one another. And it would be nice if we handled that shit with more care. Mm-hmm. 
And that doesn't mean for some people ghosting is self care. I've heard that shit before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've I think I ghost in a not I wouldn't say ghost because um, I generally people know why mm-hmm. or I feel that they know why I've disengaged. Yeah. But I am a cut off person. Right. So I do I will cut a motherfucker off. Like I will cut someone off. Mm. Um. But they generally know why and then I. Like, right, you know, right, 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 right. But that's always for self care. Like mm-hmm. I've never been like in some healthy space and then dead ass just cut someone off and yeah. disappeared and yeah. you know things like that. So I do in that way when it comes to that's why I started this by saying abusive ghosting because there are people who do ghost for self care and that's usually like if it's if you're in an abusive situation if you're in a horrible relationship mm-hmm. and ghosting is just the only way that you can like get out of whatever yeah. the fuck that is then do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, that's, I if think you, that's different. If you need to pull a Terry Silver and ghost <laughs> and just disappear, okay? He and left a note. Ghost whatever her name is. What was he her name? He left a note. Tanya? Tasha? Tasha. Right, right. He left a note. He did leave a note. You're and right, he didn't and ghost. she was, he was trying to he put, was, It yeah. was mean, though. He was like, come, come to the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> she came, gone. Lights off power off yeah. everything no light bulbs he called con ed and was like nothing yo i need these lights off shout out to brandon victor dixon for um allowing the world to hate him playing playing that role so well yo somebody on fucking somebody on one of the social um one of i don't know if it was my personal mm-hmm. instagram or our show instagram mm-hmm. But someone see saw him walking through Harlem and they recorded it and it was like, "Yo, ghost, I found it." <laughs> <laughs> He's just walking by That's his terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. I was looking at, um, I was on his Instagram page and somebody on his last post, the comments section, they were talking to him like he was actually Terry Silver, like he had actually done Tasha dirty or some shit. He, she wanted him to do illegal things. That man's not trying to lose his job. He, okay. All right. Also, he probably uh, takes care of his whole family. Why is he risking all of that for Tasha? Uh, also, Brandon. Because y'all would have called him a clown is, if he gave all of that up for some pussy. It's yeah, also it's also not real life. Yeah. There's you know, that. It's, it's a show. There's that. I was concerned for his safety. That's that. Reading those comments. Okay. Direct your rage to Tariq. Okay. That's the motherfucker. I'm concerned for Tariq's safety gonna, too. I feel I already know where the plot's going because that show is so predictable. What is, what is it? What I think he's going to be a villain soon. He's he's becoming a villain. They're creating a villain. Okay. Yeah. But like, I wonder how that's going to manifest itself. <gasps> oh my god! I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill his dad. That's how the series is going to end. Mm-hmm. Courtney, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay well i like how we took this shit full circle from yeah. ghosting to ghost yes. for anybody who doesn't watch power we didn't really spoil anything for you <laughs> i don't think yeah, you know if you need something ridiculous to watch um watch power and again shout out to brandon victor dixon who listens to our show because we're famous we are <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you know what we did a show. We did do a show. Please be sure to follow us on all the social meds. Uh, we are at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. We are T with T with Queen and J on Facebook and Tumblr. You can check out our website T with Queen and J dot com. You can send us T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail dot com. Yes. What else is popping with us? Anything? Um, uh, I think you said all the things. You can send us a donation. Mm-hmm. That is also on our website yep. T with Queen and J dot com. 
I think you said all the things. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. However you're listening to this, make it a permanent thing. That's make right. Make it so that we just pop up in your phone mm-hmm. or whatever device you use to listen every week. Mm-hmm. Um, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, all the other places where you can rate yeah, and review. Yeah, we are going to start reading those again. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Want to get into the hashtags? Yes. Um, let's hashtag our, our bad bitch brigade. Uh, yes. Hashtag, well, there's us. Hashtag T with QJ. Hashtag queer walk. That's queer WOC. Hashtag Marsha's plate. Hashtag unpack BG. Hashtag bag ladies. Oh, God. But, I'm sitting here dying laughing because I'm thinking about, I don't know, I'm horrible with names, but someone thought it was queer walk. <laughs> Oh, I know that people do that. And it's depending on who's saying it and how you say it. It can sound like that. That is funny. Um, Hashtag inner hole uprising. That's the squad. Mm -hmm. Um, Hashtag. Ooh, hashtag our homegirl sex, love and liberation. As sexually liberated woman. Mm -hmm. Make sure you check out her podcast. Hashtag black lives matter. Say her name. Stop killing trans trans women. women. Disability too white. Maybe he doesn't hit you. Film this. Yep. Spoonie chat. Hashtag 4C here. Yep. 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 What else? Hashtag Tevin Campbell. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Harlem week. Janet Jackson was in Harlem yesterday. I know. She was in Popeye's. Hello. What the fuck? Ugh. Where was the advance notice on this? I don't understand. And that is like the... It's a lot to process. Yeah. Because we could have, actually the whole squad, we could have all just we done that yesterday. That could have been our bad bitch brigade we time. We could have had lunch but with Janet Here Jackson. we are. That's right. Money was here. Everything. I wonder if she got dark on me or white meat. Dark. Think she a spicy or she a spicy? She's a spicy. Mm-hmm. For sure. She is for a sure, spicy. For shizzle. Mm-hmm. Hashtag she Janet probably Jackson. Got, she probably got corn as a side. Really? I picture her getting vegetables. I don't picture her getting the fries. They only have corn? There's corn. There's that string beans that look like it has meat in it. I feel like she had the string beans. Or maybe she had the red rice. Did she convert? The wild Isn't rice. she Muslim now? I don't know. She converted. Oh. Watch that new Janet Jackson video. It's Black oh, Joy. Oh, it is. I enjoyed that. It is. It yeah, is. It's a good time. It's a really good time. What else? We said all our hashtags? Yeah, we Hashtag uh, pod in live NYC. Hashtag pods in color. Hashtag pod in. All right. Enough. Yeah, I'm like, where's how long you going to do this? All right. We'll see Bye. you later. Bye. Let me see my song. 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 Let